Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about which brands are connecting with Canadian cannabis consumers. A report from Brightfield Group to help us do that is Katrina Golgowski, angel investor and attorney. Katrina, thanks for being back with us. Hello, Josh. So first off, taking a look at the differentiation drawing in specific consumer personas. So Brightfield Group, they've conducted a segment of the market and they've identified groups of consumers thinking about and using cannabis in different ways and different things about cannabis experience. And so they have a quarterly syndicated survey as well, asking a bunch of people a lot of things. <laughs> and some of those is what products do they use and why? I want to say something coming out of the gate about this. Two thumbs up to Brightfield Group for the names of their categories. Typical stoner, stressed out millennial, microdosing mamas, and newbies. Whoever came up with those categories should get a raise. Just that's all I have to say about that right now, Josh. So I'm not a big fan of the word stoner. So I always say typical cannabis consumer. I think stoner still has like a negative stereotype, whatever. But um, yeah, they've done a good job about uh, putting these into four categories here. And so with Afria, um, they've kind of labeled that as a budget-friendly uh, price with a commitment to quality and strong hooks for the typical cannabis user uh, with fun, colorful brand imagery helping to appeal to millennials. You know, being from Washington, that sounds irresponsible and almost illegal having bright shapes and fancy colors. Well, I don't know if they're talking about their packaging or their product. As you know, uh, you can't have uh, appealing colors and shapes, for example, for gummies. Uh, and packaging also, you, you know, no cartoons, no animals, these types of things, uh, you know, all designed to stop the appeal to youth. Uh, so without seeing an actual example of the color brand imagery that they're talking about, it's hard to say, but I agree, it's dangerous. And once you globalize the cannabis market, uh, we've talked before, Josh, about making sure that your brand identity is compliant. So we'll see. Yeah, I was being semi-facetious there with, uh, with the <laughs> colors and shapes, because how do you get away with that? Yeah. Um, but so that's, that's kind of the profile for Afria. Taking a look at um, Tilray's profile. Well, first off, let's go back to Afria because I don't think we gave the percentages. 46% of the people were typical cannabis users. And then stressed out millennials, they account for 40% of Afria's consumer base. The microdosing soccer moms, 17% or one out of five people uh, that go to Afria are microdosing soccer moms. And then newbies are about 16%. So very similar numbers to, to Tilray as well. Newbies, 48, typical cannabis user, 37, stressed out millennial, 35, and microdosing mamas, 27. And the typical person using Tilray is probably going to go there for their pre-rolls, disposable vapes, access to uh, new types of cannabis with simple imagery. So people who want uh, maybe just black and white, no brands. Yeah, well... That, that would be certainly a more compliant uh, packaging, uh, but uh, it, that's interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that the, that the microdosing mamas uh, would have gone for pre-rolls and disposable vapes over uh, the edibles. 
So that's interesting. That's a very interesting statistic. Yeah, not too surprised that newbies would go after Tilray. Tilray, you know, we we've talked a lot about Brandon Kennedy not really knowing anything about the cannabis industry, and um, Tilray not really knowing what they're doing. So, not too surprised that newbies are running after Tilray for pre rolls, which have a very low price point. So, not all that surprising there. Yeah. Looking at Aurora, um, microdosing mamas, they love Aurora at 33%, followed by the typical cannabis user, then the stressed out millennial at 28%, and newbies at 21%. They like premium flower over at Aurora and high CBD strains with an uplifting message like awakening and live in the now. So, that yeah, I mean, I, that, that kind of probably screams microdosing soccer moms. You know, that's really interesting because Aurora has really focused on being a medical type cannabis product, uh, focusing on the benefits of cannabis uh, and uh, really not, not saying, hey, you know, get, get high and, and, and watching TV. They're like, hey, do this and you'll feel better. And so that, that sort of works with uh, the statistics of who's buying Aurora. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, just kind of wrapping this section up with Afria being kind of the typical cannabis consumer, Tilray being newbies and Aurora being your, your microdosing soccer mom. Very um, budgets are on the rise though. Speaking of pre-rolls, <laughs> you have value price flower and budget brands from major LPs beginning to gain traction as a competitor to the illicit market and approachable products for budget conscious consumers. These products tend to attract millennial men, a slightly more ethnically diverse group of purchasers than average. Not surprising, they also over index among the typical cannabis user persona. So typical cannabis users are heavy cannabis users with 88% at least five days a week, primarily vape and flower users. Over 51% of Canadian typical cannabis consumers report purchasing from a friend or informal dealer. And LPs will look at these budget brands as a way to convert heavy users with comparable pricing and quality, which is great because I probably go through maybe three pounds a year of flour that I use for edibles and you know, joints and blunts. So um, I'm spending $500 a pound. So $35 an ounce. So that's budget to me because I'm a high user. I'm seven days a week over here. 51% are still getting it from the illicit market though. That is a huge number. Now I do, I do know they allow home grow. So we'll, we'll have to think about that and buying from a friend who's legally growing it. Uh, I think that might've skewed that statistic a little bit there, Josh. I, so I'm not surprised though, that Canada has such a high illicit market. I would think a place like Alaska and California, anywhere who knows how to grow and can grow really, really well is not going to go to a rec shop and spend more money than they normally would for an inferior product. Agreed. That's why the illicit market still reigns supreme in those markets. Agreed. But they are trying to penetrate the market with some of these products. And so some of the persona penetration, looking at brands that ex have successfully expanded their awareness and market share in the segment are just going to reach a broader consumer base beyond the typical cannabis user 
we're starting to see the beginnings of that from Canopy. So these brands have strong shares of for stressed out millennials is a call to action for differentiated messaging designed intentionally to resonate with specific consumer segments beyond the low hanging fruit and thus resonating with the larger market share. So looks like um, with Canopy, they're having a typical cannabis consumer at 46% versus Hexo at 58%. And then both followed by stressed out millennials at 40 and 31% respectively. Microdosing mamas, they like uh, Canopy a little bit more than Hexo. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of interesting looking at who likes what. That is. Uh, this is fascinating data. Uh, really, this is great. So to wrap up between the persona penetration, looks like at Tilray, uh, they're getting 75% from the typical cannabis consumer, um, probably with that that low price item followed by stress out millennials microdosing mamas and newbies so if you're from canada let us know where you're from let us know where what you're buying how much you're buying definitely leave some comments with that i think we're going to roll this one up i want to thank katrina glugowski angel investor and attorney thanks for being back on the podcast thanks josh with that we're going to roll this one up i'm josh kincaid this is the talking hedge don't forget to like share and subscribe or don't and i'm out Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.